Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And uh, this is the Distad Podcast with me, Alan Hubbard. The Distad Podcast is brought to you by Al Concepts. And uh, we thank you for the love. We thank you for the comments. We thank you for the shares on our previous episode. Remember, this is a 12-part series where we bring you what happened at the Inclusive Africa Conference 2023. In our first episode, we got to speak to Julius Mura, who was one of the guys who are in charge in making sure that the Inclusive Africa Conference came to you. Now, that was exciting, but this one is even going to be more exciting because uh, we speak to an amazing woman. You've heard about self-advocates who are on the autism spectrum, but this one you've never heard about. And this self-advocate is none other than Sarah Possibori. And in this episode, we got to talk about literally everything, all right? She got to share, she was vulnerable enough to share about how she lost her crush to her sister. Apparently, she had a crush way back in time uh, who she was interested in, but the crush told him, or the crush told her, sorry, that she was more interested in her sister than her. You don't want to miss this. But also, she got to share about what she dislikes most with her being a person on the autism spectrum when people get to ask her or people get to tell her that you do not look autistic. Well, without further ado, Listen to my conversation with Sarah Bosibori and do not forget to leave your comment, leave your views, and I'll be able to send them to Sarah for anything or for feedback on them. And also, we might just be able to convince her to bring her for a second episode or for another episode on the Distart podcast. Enjoy. Your first heartbreak at 16. Yes. <laughs> It's a very interesting story. Oh my god! Yeah. We're, um. So yeah, we were we we are in the same school. Yeah. With this guy. Mm-hmm. So he's a he's a year ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And he's this black, you know, the stereotype uh, kind of guy for 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 chicks, tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. But then now he looks like Asha Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> and we had an extracurricular activity called the music club or dancing club, I remember. Yeah. And we used to dance together. See, we're grinding, grinding. <laughs> we did not go grinding manenos back then. Yeah, you only dancing. We were just dancing. Yeah. I, I think it was the crank. Yes. Yeah, and I was about to ask, is this the days of step up? Remember the step up movie? Exactly. Yeah. And that that's that that uh, that same movie. Yeah. Also, I think Sean Paul released a music video. Mm-hmm. Give it up to me. See, yeah. It had a bit uh, some snippets from it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, um, I had a crush on this guy, and I wanted to tell him. Yeah. But Kumbe, he told me. Mm. himself that he's he's seen my elder sister and my oh elder my sister goodness. all my sisters are pretty that's why yeah. i'm also pretty myself <laughs> did you so, have to tell us unfortunately, we can see it did you <laughs> have to tell us <laughs> unfortunately yeah. so oh my gosh <laughs> 
at, at 16, how do you deal with it? Uh, okay, it was, it was, uh, I felt like it was really painful. <laughs> <laughs> but looking back, I'm like, I mean, yeah, that's, I, it was, it's just stupidity, man. It's, yeah. It's a teenage puppy, puppy dog love. Yeah, happening. sort of thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, is is uh, is uh, Asher Raymond still with your sister? Did they ever get to be together? Or <laughs> he was also broken his heart. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think they've met once, but yeah. ah. actually, yo, sis, I've never told you this, but now yeah. it's on the air. Yeah, living young and I cannot stop laughing. Yes. I cannot stop laughing. So you might be wondering why we said it a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> this is a conversation that we are having before Mr. Director was able to do his thing. But welcome to the second uh, uh, episode of today for this data podcast. I am your host, Alan Hubbard, and... I'm Sarah Busibori, a.k.a. Yeah. Sash, a.k.a. the autistic advocate. All right. Yeah. Sash. Yeah. Busibori. Yeah. Who is Busibori? Bosibori is an autistic advocate, as mm. I had told you earlier. Yeah. I also work for Enable Me Kenya. Yeah. Um, I my work entails basically spreading awareness um, for the neurodiverse community mm. and myself as well, because yeah. I consider it a journey, mm. still a journey of acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. What what time do you identify, or what time does uh, your parents or even your siblings or your family entirely discover that uh, possibly is on uh, on the neurodiverse community? Um, when I got when I first got diagnosed, I was very young. Yeah. But it was more seen in yeah. school. Yeah. Um, with my academics. Mm. Yes, that's where like um, they identified that I might have a neurological condition. Yeah. yeah. Academics exactly how? Because you know, even Mr. Director here will tell you he wasn't good at mathematics. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so I I, um, I had a problem. I had a problem reading and writing. Yeah. I was very hyperactive. I think mm. that was like the few um, traits that they captured of me having autism, being yeah. hyperactive, attention span, like, I, I, I was very distracted. I get distracted easily, but yeah. as a child before therapy, mm. uh, my attention span was like on zero mode. Yeah. So when they when they identify those traits, mm. they now that's when they diagnose me. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Through assessment. Yeah, take us through neurodiverse. Neurodiverse. What 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 is being on the neurodiverse spectrum? We hear autism. We hear Down syndrome. Could you educate somebody who is uh, watching us right now? Um. Neurodiversity is a spectrum, um, basically individuals who are 
with neurological conditions. This is yeah. CP, cerebral palsy, mm. Down syndrome, uh, dyslexia, autism, um, epilepsy is also part of uh, neurological conditions, um, yeah. and many other multiple disabilities. Mm. Yes. When, when, when the discovery, when, when your family gets told that uh, Sash probably is autistic or she is on the neurodiverse uh, spectrum, what happens to, to, to your family? Was there a lived experience of a family member with, uh, on the neurodiverse, uh, uh, neurodiverse spectrum or you are the first and it came as like, Allah? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, yeah. I, my family, I don't think there's an autistic um, person. Yeah. But once they realized it, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, ex to accept that your child is, li is living that different condition mm. and is not, um, I wouldn't say is not normal, yeah. but differently well. Yeah. Yes from society because um, they have, uh, okay, because of um, society and the expectations people mm. have, they still, uh, we still have those things yeah. with us mm. and uh, worrying about stigma and stuff like that yeah. is what makes a person uh, in denial. Mm. Yeah, for having a, a person that is close to you, that has a condition. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. And uh, then definitely, we'll, we'll particularly focus on, the, on autism or on the autism spectrum. And uh, there are so many myths and misconceptions. Have you watched, before I ask you if you've watched that, let us talk about autism more extensively. There are some misconceptions about uh, about autism. Which, which are some of these that uh, you could make aware to somebody who is listening to us and somebody who is watching? And uh, could you be able to demystify some of them so that uh, we can educate guys who are watching? Um, I think the first one is uh, uh, you don't look autistic. There's no, there's nothing in this world like you don't, you're supposed to be looking autistic to have these traits. Yeah. Because autism does not have a look. Autism is a condition that is mainly an internal one. Yes, mm. it's, it's a neurological condition. Yeah. Probably our hyperactivity or the meltdowns are the ones that show Mm. We are autistic, but we yeah. do not look autistic. There's mm. nothing like that in the dictionary. <laughs> or anywhere. Anywhere. When somebody hits you with that, you don't look autistic. What is your first impression? What, do you like entirely retract and just want to withdraw? What, what happens even before you go into other sort of myths and misconceptions? No, I think with my experience of advocating and me telling people that I'm autistic, um, it's not, I don't take it as, as an offense, but mm. rather because we're all human beings. Yeah. We, 
we yeah, there are people who judge and there are people that don't judge and there are people yeah. who want to seek knowledge and ask mm -hmm. you uh, genuinely so what is autism so how give me more details of yeah. autism yeah mm. for me okay it, it became irritating to some point but later on i came to understand that in order for you to spread awareness is yeah just be calm collective and explain mm. yeah interesting that is a very that is a very important trait that uh, most people with disabilities don't possess be calm and explain or educate before before we go we go into even why most persons with, or some persons with disabilities might not possess those traits which are some of the other misconceptions that uh, you you have come across demystify this one for me you say that uh, you 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 aren't very good in the books when you're getting the diagnosis but one of the traits that uh, probably a trait or a misconception is that uh, persons on the autism spectrum they are super intelligent uh, yes, that, that, that always comes up. Oh my, oh my gosh, you guys have superpowers. Yeah. You can do this and this. Look at Elon Musk. Look at Elon Musk. Yes, Elon Musk is like the richest man on earth right yeah. now. He owns Tesla. Yeah. He also owns SpaceX. He wants to take us he to the moon. He wants to take us to the moon. Yes, yeah. we all want to do that, but it's... um All of us that are, that are living with or are autistic all yeah. autistic people are very different mm. very different it's like personalities you yeah. can't have the same personality as i am mm. yeah so <laughs> that's my view look at you looking at me or do you want some of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah is it contagious <laughs> Any other, any other misconception apart from uh, being super intelligent? Oh, but, but, but I think you make a very good point because uh, just like personalities, I might, there are so many different personalities and we are so many of us and we cannot be all from uh, the same jar. We can, we can be the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the other one is we don't have a good sense of humor or we don't get jokes. That's that one like it's it's the same thing of how like an introvert mm. can't you, you can't all be introverts yeah so if I can get your joke yeah someone else can't <laughs> get it it's okay it's a human trait yeah yeah, yeah. okay mm. you like jokes uh like ask my everything like if in the morning I'd like to laugh you know yeah. Mm. Yes, that's how also I end my day. Yeah. By if I'm have like after this conference, I'm going back home. Yeah. When I go back home and settle, I love mm. watching um, shows like Rick and Morty. Who makes you laugh? Which, oh, my dad. My dad makes me laugh because he's the comedian <laughs> in the family. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to. Is he called Possibori? What is a female name, man? I, I thought it's a family name. No, Bitange, Kenneth oh. Bitange. Okay, shout out comedian Bitange in the house. Yes. Besides from that, yes. is there any other person who makes you makes you laugh? Maybe a comedian. Um, which one? I love Kevin Hart. Mm. Kevin Hart is. And the screaming. Huh? The screaming. You saw that special that he did with when he was screaming. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Ooh, and Snoop Dogg. Oh my gosh, he's a rapper, but his yeah. his posts <laughs> on IG are crazy. <laughs> like every, this guy, I don't know yeah. where he gets his content, but yes. This guy is. I think they put in a little bit of more research into coming up with the jokes as well, so <laughs> yeah. so, so that they they really can't cut you. Your favorite joke, guy. Atiya's favorite joke. Mm, your favorite joke. Kevin. Your favorite <laughs> Kevin Hart joke. Wow. Have you had jokes about him and his daughter? The no the the favorite. Have you watched some YouTube? video of him and under mm-hmm. was it undertaker where like they were in the bathtub and it's <laughs> the, the both of them were sharing experiences was it undertaker you see, you see given that you're talking about the undertaker and kevin hart in the bathtub that's a I saw, it was one of the wrestlers, <laughs> WWE wrestlers, man. Yeah. And then they were filled up with like uh, ice, ice yeah. Cubes, yeah? Mm. And then they were asking each other. No, Kevin Hart was asking him yeah. his experience as a wrestler. Oh my yeah. gosh! It was very hilarious. Yes. Mm. Yes, it was the Undertaker because the Paul Bearer was there. Yeah. And, oh, sorry. I used to love wrestling when I was a kid. <laughs> You've taken us to back when you were a kid, and uh, you're talking about the kind of shows that you watch when you go back home. Why are you limited in the kind of content that you could consume? And I ask this question because it's in related, it's in relation with the, then how do you discover this aspect of you that you have a great sense of humor, or you are interested in in, in humor, or you have what brought to the build-up, what led to the build-up of, of, of that? What very, did you grow up watching? Very interesting. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of Looney Tunes. And All then right. Mr. Never. Bean. Oh my gosh, Mr. The Bean. Oh, he's, he's, I think, the best comedian after Charlie Chaplin. Because Charlie mm-hmm. Chaplin was silent. Yeah. And also... Uh, Mr. Bean mm-hmm. was silent. Yeah. But he could, he, sometimes he would talk. And that's really He would just do funny, funny, funny sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he's so disappointed, he'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you wonder, why would a grown up be, be acting like that? Exactly, and he's an engineer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's that's uh, growing up seeing those comedies and mm. stuff. Yeah. Uh, made me appreciate comedy. Mm. Yeah, and a sense of humor. What what aches you most when people say that uh, people who are autistic or even persons with disabilities don't don't have a sense of humor? Um. It, it it does affect okay it doesn't really affect me yeah. because um i would i would ask them so how do you know that this person doesn't have a sense of humor if you mm. have a tried to yeah. make a joke mm. or like as uh, you and me um our understanding is 
you have to look at someone's body language mm. and then interpret and see if that person is open for jokes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not everyone can see that. Mm. Yeah. Where do you think the border is for humor and, and, and disability? Have you seen the dark humor about disability? I've seen so many dark humor on on the internet and mm. um, there's some memes that are very uh, they can get really offensive. Yeah. But I think it's for the individual themselves to take it to take it to the offense or not to take it. Yeah. Is it is it is it a good tool then or would it be a, a, a battle because there's some that I've seen them like wait a minute. I would laugh definitely because some of these some of these some of these memes and some of these clips they are very very hilarious yeah yeah mm. school have been diagnosed how do you make it uh, through school how when sorry how 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 do you make it through school did you did you stay in school did you yeah, did you I why I started off at a meaning a mainstream school, yeah. but I had to be transferred to a special school mm-hmm. where I got my therapy. Yeah, and that's how I, I the developing part started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could, could you have a clear distinction between quote unquote regular school and quote unquote special school? Would, yes, would you, yes. Would you have? Would you be able to distinguish between the two? Yes, I could. Um, because in uh, the school that I was in, we had, a, excuse me, we had yeah. um, people, uh, people living uh, with, uh, we had people that are uh, autistic. Yeah. We have uh, people with cerebral palsy. Mm. Uh, people with Down syndrome. Yeah. Those are not like the physical. The physical, the physically challenged, mm. but uh, as well, uh, Down syndrome is also part of ne- neurological conditions. Yeah, but it's physical at the same time. So, um, and then we're less people, we're less yeah. community. Mm. Um, it for me, it felt like I was in a community where I belong mm. because we're so many different individuals there and. Um, despite, or not, 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 let me not say despite, um, having a community that is like yourself, your, yourself mm. made me more comfortable because yeah. at least there's a community where I belong. Mm. Yeah. Before the diagnosis, even in uh, in in main in a mainstream school. Would you feel out of place? That's why you would say that uh, when you went to the school that you were at, mm-hmm. you you felt more at home as compared to a mainstream school. Yes, um, I was a very hyperactive kid. Yeah. Um, I could socialize with my peers, but now when it comes to class, when we're going to class, uh, and then people are being asked questions mm. and. You you fail the answer, yeah. Not because you 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 do not know it, uh, yeah. Uh, failing it, yeah. It made me. It belittled me. 
So in in a school, a special needs school, yeah. and all of you guys are learning the same thing, and mm. every person is being taught at par their pace. Yeah, it's made me more confident. Mm. Now the issue was transitioning now to after high school, like yeah. primary, secondary, transitioning now to a tertiary institute. Mm. Most tertiary institutes in Kenya yeah. are not accommodative enough for persons with, uh, for people who are autistic, yeah. people who have uh, cerebral palsy, people who are on wheelchairs and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. Interesting. Before we go away, before we graduate the conversation onto other topics, autism is a spectrum. Could you explain a little bit further what exactly is what exactly is on the spectrum? Uh, okay, uh, spectrum. We mean um, that the 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 people who are on the severe end yeah. of autism, where yeah. there is the non-verbal. Yeah. Um, very hyperactive, may have a coexisting condition like epilepsy, and then now we have the mild, like yeah. the mild side of autism mm. where some of matrix are very pronounced. Yeah. Um, uh, I have anxiety, I also have ADHD. Um, yeah, some on the mild spectrum where I, I can, I'm verbal. Yeah. I can communicate with you. Mm. Yeah, so that's like the that's what that's the spectrum. Not unless you are. <laughs> I think I was I was still looking for such. Yeah. <laughs> You're discovering yeah, yourself basically. What talents did you identify in, in, in school and how have they helped you now move into the 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 lo this long journey of, of life? Mm. Uh the arts. Yeah. Um, before actually I, I, I transferred to a special school, um, my art teacher, uh, is called Mr. Hinga, late, he's late right now, rest in peace, Mr. Mr. Hinga. Mr. Hinga. Um, yeah, he's the one who identified that I, I love art and it was among my strengths in primary, mm. art and music. Music because I used to love singing. <laughs> I was about to tell you, can you drop us a cappella? Uh, not today, not today. I'm so uh, shy. All right, but all right. Funny thing, I was I was in a choir. Yeah. In primary. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what voice were you singing? Uh, I think alto. <laughs> I, I can't go soprano. Soprano. I. Sproris for the Guijis. Okay. Did you father the the, uh, the, the arts? Yeah. Yes, I did actually. Um, after high school. Yeah. Uh, there's this guy called another art teacher of mine in high school now. He's called Eric Manya. 
and he's one of he we actually meet time to time he also mm. invites me for workshops yeah so um after immediately after i finished high school i was enrolled um in 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 uh to do some classes at the art the godown art center I know the Godown. Yes, it used to be around yeah. in that South area. Industry area, yeah. Yeah, so I went there for I think a couple of months. Mm. So I was, I was, um, I was sent to to an, an another heavyweight artist in in Kenya. It's called Patrick Mukabi. Yeah. Uh, one of my uh, he's he's also a big mentor of mine. He's done pieces. Um, that most people see in Java of big mamas in the, in the Soko. Yeah. <laughs> Mama Soko. Yeah. Um, so he he taught me for a couple of months as well. Um, actually from him is when I first uh, got my my 5000 bob mm. um, after selling a piece of art. Ah. But, uh, this was back in 2014, if I'm not wrong, and the yeah. the exhibition it's it's normally done annually every year, and uh, and it's called Affordable Art Fair, and that was my first the 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 first time I sold a piece mm. in my life yeah. that is worth five thousand bob. So yes, from now my art teacher, I got into art. I started painting. I started drawing uh, pencil portraits and stuff like that. And then in 2015 is when I joined uh, Bifa Buruburu Institute of Fine Arts. Mm. Um, that's where I did my certificate course in in drawing and painting. Uh, fortunately, yes, I. Pass. I didn't know that I could actually in a normal mainstream in, uh, institute. So after that, I went on and, and I'm like, since I finished my SAT, why don't I go back and do a diploma course? Yeah. So I went along with it, but uh, it was because we all know that diploma can be intense now. Yeah. So for me was very intense. I could not know how to juggle like my my entertainment, uh, the, the leisure time, yeah, um, and juggling with exams and doing mm. projects, yeah, and then also yeah that that led led me. It's like I was trying to not be autistic and just go beyond my limits so i i went through depression mm. and then now identity crisis came in um actually wanted wanted to end my life and that's when i decided like there's actually a lecturer that told me and he had noticed that my attendance was low and he told me like you you're not being yourself so you know, he actually saved me from saying from saying that statement that I am not being myself. So um, I had to drop out 
I dropped out of uh, BFA. And I was really low. I was at the lowest point of my life. And then my siblings, they they actually came and uh, they kind of rescued rescued me. And I was told they suggested that I need to seek um, uh, a support group. Yeah. And since I I'm a social bird, I love social media. So on Facebook, I went, um, I looked for support groups, and I found one, which is Kenya Autism Alliance. Yeah. Uh, it's a group that is led by a lady in the U.S. who also has a child living with autism. So uh, I also got to interact with parents that also have children with autism. And then I, I came to know Karen Murioki. Mm. So that was my my first, um, the first the first adult like myself who has autism. That was the first accomplishment, seeing another person like myself mm. and actually interacting with her. And then I went through like the page. Then there was this advertisement for. Um, uh, a poster for Mr. Light of Autism Kenya. Mm. So uh, I went back. But, but by this time, what year is this? 20, 2018. 2018. Mm. The end of 2018. Yeah. yeah. So um, I saw that pa that uh, pageant poster and I remembered back in the day when I was a teenager, I always loved watching. Um, Tara's next top model, and I was like, ah, let me try this pageantry thing. I've never been to a pageant audition before and stuff. So I went, I auditioned. Um, hey, the first day of auditioning was nerve wracking. I remember I took card somewhere from Westlands till. Um, Sports view Kasarani with a border border <laughs> before it's like before the auditions were ending. Yeah, I figured them, I auditioned, I was asked questions, and then later on, I was um, accepted to go on out for the training. Then the training came by after the training, um, the D day came and I walked. I walked. I, I also saw models that were in autistic walk as well, and then I was named uh, Light of Autism Kenya, and it was a big event. Like two days after, is when I saw a tiny. Someone sent me a tiny snippet of uh, my video on on uh, BBC Focus. Uh, um, it was so. It was uplifting for me. Mm. You say you say that uh, around uh, 2018, 2017, that's when you get to meet uh, Karen Muriuki. Yeah. How does it feel? Yes, you went to court a special school, but there are so many people on the neurodiverse uh, spectrum, not necessarily persons with uh, with autism. How did it feel to finally connect with 
Karen Muriuki, and also fast forward to the beauty pageant. You are here, you're looking at other persons on the autism spectrum. What goes through your mind? Um, I felt like I belong, like finally I've seen my community. Mm, like Nico home. Nico home, as in yeah. <laughs> It was like that song, your name, like I'm coming home right where I belong. And she had said she's not going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting. Did you win the pageantry? Yes, I did. I was named Light of Autism Kenya 2019 to 2020. Yeah. And from then is uh, where, that, from then, that's when I realized that yeah. I now have a not that I don't know that I was autistic, but now I am accepting or mm. there's, some, there's something out there for me. You only have to look for it. Yes. What happened after being crowned Miss Autism? Uh, interviews, interviews from uh, media houses. Yeah. I was, I think that actually before I was named Light of Autism, the first the first person who interviewed me was Sharon Mundia. Yeah, all right. Uh, back then she had Living With S yeah. on NTV. But I think um, that yeah, one... Yeah, I, I remember Sharon Mundia. Yeah, yeah. Sharon Mundia. She first interviewed me. And then now I was... Uh, I had a number of interviews from guys uh, Switch TV, mm. Look Up TV... Um, Ebru TV, yeah, uh, KBC. All, all, all this time, what's going through your mind? Uh, I, I, did you feel like you're on steroids or something? Yes, oh my gosh, it was just <laughs> a really good experience, yeah. And then, like, the, the, the people behind um, the Mr. and Miss Autism Kenya mm. are like really great foundations, really aiders in partnership with Step Up for Autism. Like they're my foundation, like they, mm. it's where I started. Yeah. And they're my family too, even mm. though I don't go there oftenly. Yeah. But there are times we even talk. Um, yeah, we, we, we used to make it business. And, and okay, not business, but you know, you're working mm. and you're creating awareness and we have to be serious. But at times we are, we are like family, we joke around. Mm. As in, it's a, it's a place where you feel like you're, you belong and you, I was given a voice mm. through them. Yeah. Um, we've done so many projects with them. I've interacted with people around Madari because the foundation mainly focuses on um, the Madari giving um, free giving free therapy yeah to children or autistic uh, autistic children adults uh, people with cerebral palsy as well every Saturday morning and they do that every single Saturday yeah um, and it's for free. It's actually for free. So they're giving back to community. And I think that's what made me fall in love with them. Mm. Fall, fall in love with them because 
they they do things from the heart, you know. Yeah. And it's hard to find organizations that have that yeah. in mind. Like, just put your heart first. Mm. So, um, yeah, so big up to Step Up uh, step up for Autism and Red Eaters. Yeah. Um, with them, I also I had the opportunity to, to go to Morocco. Morocco? Yeah, I went to Morocco. Mm-hmm. The beautiful land of Morocco. Yes, were you in Casablanca or...? I was in Rabat. Alright. Yes, I went there for like an autistic-led... Um, uh, it was an event for persons with autism. Mm. Um, so I went there and you can represent Kenya. But I went there dancing like a Somali. You know, I'm half Somali, half Kisi, so I had to represent my people from Somali. <laughs> Land Aye. Hi. Yeah, so <laughs> ah, half Somali, half Kisi. Yeah. That, that explains a lot. Yeah, that's that why I'm ex- fire. <laughs> 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 you aren't supposed to do that. But anyway. <laughs> as you're discovering yourself, as you're making all these big moves. Yeah. What is going through your families? Uh, my, uh, what is happening at home? Are, are they excited for you? Are they like, Bosibori, you're doing a lot? What is happening back home? Oh, they're very, they're very excited. They're yeah. very excited and they're very, I think now they've accepted mm. um, that, of course, now we can't all be doctors, scientists, <laughs> lawyers. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the Kawaida. Um, professionals in society yeah. yeah so they were like that's the path that she was yes. taken just let her run with yes that. in fact now like my dad is planning you know there's an article that was done by a guy called rogers Odero for standard yeah and he did my article yeah so when he saw you know i never told him that uh, i was going to be on the papers so he's mm. he, like he read the papers and he saw ah yeah saragosi bori Papers. <laughs> I am going to like uh, he, he, he would tell me I'm going to cu- I'm going to buy a frame yeah. and I'm going to frame it in the room. Mm. Yes, the, the accomplishments now. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I, I, I think it's uh, it, it's interesting to have a, a, a supportive family system as a person with a disability. And uh, given on uh, what you're sharing, definitely that is something that you've had with uh, with your family. I I must not say that you're lucky because I believe that's that's one of the key roles of a family. So congratulations to you and and the family for the work that that they are doing. Graduating the conversation into the possibility we are sitting with right now what are you up to and uh, how does it is it st- what you're doing right now is it still connected to pageantry or it's a little bit now far away from pageantry and now you're looking at totally different heights um i could say um, it's 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 from a start of pageantry yeah but it's not fully in pageantry because yeah. now from the pageant is where I got my advocacy interests. Mm, yeah. And um, 
through my interests and writing. I love writing things about um, my experiences as an mm. autistic adult yeah. to educate society and also to impact a person like myself who's mm. still wondering. So I have autism. What's next? Yeah. Um, yeah, and trying to because I think every every story I post, yeah, um, like you had uh, talked about in one of the 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 discussions we had, was it on day two? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was day one when you had like you were among the panelists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was on day one. Yes, it was on it day, was day one. How day one. how disability represents is represented in the media. Yes. Yeah. And I had I remember I had asked I had I had asked a question mm. on how um, how do I get people to come and like get so interested into like the conversations yeah. we have. Well, yeah. So. Um, and you answered like it's not a must that we get, gain the masses, but yes. the, the the important thing is impacting what, that one person. So mm. for me, I think that really stood up to me because yeah. I really struggle. Like, you know, because I'm I work as a community influencer for Enable Me Kenya. Yeah. It's an online platform mm. um, based in Germany. Yeah. And it's sort of like a support group where we can share um, our stories uh, our stories as persons with disabilities. Mm. Not just uh, persons with disabilities, but um, people that are living with health, mental health issues, people mm. who are um, people who are living with chronic illnesses. It's basically a community and if you're an advocate like myself, yeah, I'd recommend you to like be a part of it. Be a part of it and share so many things about your community because mm. you never know you might impact like a whole other community. And I think we're slowly growing. We're actually growing in huge mm. numbers right now. Yeah, because people once they hear there's a community, there's a community, and I think we. Also, it's still the Ubuntu, the Ubuntu meaning of yeah. I am who I am because we are you, who, who we are. are. Yes. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting there. And it, it's, it's fascinating that uh, you bring up the conversation that we had on Monday. That uh, as, as I do not I honestly want to take away what you got from what the panelists had to answer for your question, but I also liked what Priestley, the guy from the gentleman from Cameroon said he was like yeah it's okay you can impact that one person but also disability related stories can go viral mm, yeah? yeah so from from a creator's point of view i think i asked myself and as the, as the panelists were were sort of giving their views and their ideas i was like how do you make disability news viral you get or how do you create virality around 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 disability and i really found it fascinating i haven't found the, the answer yet because you're, you're like okay tell me because i'm an influencer give me the beans and let me see how, how 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 i can do it but one of the easiest things that i can one of the lowest hanging fruits is what volumes of content are you putting out there 
because uh, the algorithms, most of the algorithms have gotten to, uh, to, to, to appreciate the more you put out there, the more we'll try to make more people see you. But also now, because we just do not want to put out content for the sake of putting out content, what is the quality of that content? I think that's also something that, uh, that we must be asking ourselves, yeah? So that we know it's quality content, and now we're putting it out there in volumes. Then I think we'll be able to create, uh, to create uh, the virality that we might want around disability-related stories. But also, I think it is important to understand that uh, we are, we are, we have different demographics and uh, different psychographics. Probably how, as you say, what you might find humorous, I might not find humorous. Not because that we, I am at humorous or you are it, but we just find different things funny. You like Kevin Hart, I like Dave Chappelle more. You like, uh, yeah, we agree on one thing, I like Rowan Antics and Mr. Bean. Uh, Charlie Chaplin, I sort of did not understand him, but he did funny things you get. So we also must understand that when we're creating this content for persons with disabilities, even for those who are going to consume that they are in persons with disabilities, we must understand they are coming from different uh, backgrounds, different age groups. So they might not find everything that we put out there really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The, the previous guest that we had on uh, asked a question. Yeah. And uh, Probably you might not be able to, 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 to give a conclusive answer, but I'm going to pass it on. He said, uh, his question was, ask the next guest the three things that they think they can change at their workplace to make it more disability friendly. Um, probably... I think that enabled me we have videos. I think probably we should be having an avenue where we can have like talks, mm. like a like what you're doing here, podcasts, yeah. and stuff like that. We should include it in Enable Me Kenya. Yeah, because now we we also create a, an avenue for persons with the with who can't who who are who are. Um, who can see, yeah. but can hear. Yeah. Um, the blind, yeah. the blind community. Um, what else? Uh, sound, uh, science, science interpreters. Yeah. If la like probably enable me decides, let's now be doing, instead of articles, writing articles, let's now be doing video calls. Yeah. Um, and talk about uh, anything matters related with persons with disability mm. we should put like a science, science interpreter and the captions as well yeah yeah so that's that's the only thing but yeah. enable me right now like the platform and how it is the mm. design right now it's it's great and it's, i hope it's people yeah it's accessible and i hope mm. people do join because it's not just ask community influencers that post our stories. There are other people that uh, that are uh, persons with disabilities that also educate us mm. more. Because you know, we're human beings. We, we yeah. keep on learning something new every day. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. In in a nutshell, tell us a little bit more about uh, Enable Me. 
enable me like I had talked up I had told 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 you guys earlier it's an yeah. it's a online platform um it's a support group of some sort where we have a community uh is this disabled the disab uh, this person with disability community where we share stories uh be it relatable yeah uh we also share the events that are happening like two days like the three days uh event conference yeah yeah um job opportunities as well are posted there for persons with disabilities who seek to look for jobs um basically anything and everything about mental health persons with disabilities uh, uh mental health yes you say mental health yeah um health um chronic illnesses as well yeah yeah interesting so if interesting you, if you're a survivor uh cancer survivor you can share your stories there maybe yeah. impact people in your society mm. if you're a person living with a mental health condition like yeah. bipolar uh, schizophrenia you can share your stories there so people can come and see and get an impact uh, you can impact person society yeah. if you're a person living with any sort of condition in this world share yeah. it and you impact that person in society mm. to enable me yeah. because we are enabling people yeah <laughs> it's like i am done that's my elevation speech uh, uh how can people uh, be uh find enable do they need to do any registration um yeah once once you you can google enable me yeah um on on google, you can google enable me once you find enable me the website um there's a you can sign in there's a there's it, there actually um how do i say prompts yeah, yeah, yeah that show you if you can register and sign in you can register yourself after registering re regi registering yourself obviously the last video email uh, you can create your password and your username as well mm. so once you're activated you can go um explore the options on the on the on the window um and that's how you can connect you can comment on other people's uh, posts as well yeah yeah so with every with every time you post you get some badges that mm. normally badges that um that give you a sort of reward for accessing on enable me every time you're there mm. you also get to network with people from around the world as well because it's it's based in germany yeah yeah so you relate with so many people mm. a last word yeah. before before we, we end the conversation yeah anything that you'd like to sell somebody who's watching probably a, a child who just discovered the other day they are 15 they're 16 and they've been told you are on the autism spectrum what do you tell them i'd like to tell them that it's not the end um you still have time to discover yourself because you're still young 
um, look up look up um, autistic individuals like yourself um, be it celebrities but a, a support group is great for you because now you learn from others like yourself yeah and you get to create friendships from that so mm. when you go through that line everything will be fine with you yeah yeah you feel like you belong not necessarily physically but um, any sort of connection even online makes an impact because now you can you can uh, you can you can you're able to educate society on how different you are Mm. Yeah. Parent. Huh? A parent who their child has a been parent. diagnosed. Yeah. Oh, a parent. I would tell them, be patient. Carry on with the spirit of parenting. Um, don't give up because, uh, like I like I had said about the as an individual living with a condition, seek support groups for. Yeah parents like yourself uh, with experiences with their experiences they can also teach you on how to navigate around the world the, the neuro, neurodiverse world and through that imagine you be you feel like a weight has been lifted from you you know um, I myself I get so many messages from parents um, on Facebook um, I didn't know I have like a huge impact on uh, so, on so many people's lives. Um, I came, I recently came to accept that. Hey, okay, now I'm like a role model, a role model in society. Yeah. And imagine if I am that, you can also be that uh, that for your child or for mm. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Just continue championing it. And, and, and then, what would be the question that you'll be leaving for the next guest that you're going to be having? Eh. <laughs> A question. Mm. Uh, that, that's, I was going to ask how inclusive, but that's just, that's cliche. <laughs> um, the next question. <laughs> I would ask them, what sign are you? Well, what, sign, what? The, the sign, the zodiac signs. What zodiac sign yeah. are they? Alright, <laughs> we'll pass it. We'll pass yeah. it. I'm a Gemini. You're a Gemini. No, actually I'm a Taurus. I just, Taurus. Turned, I just turned 29 a few days back. Ah, yes, I'm a Taurus. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, okay. I'm still waiting for a present from uh, Alan. You've just told me now. Yes. You've yeah, just told me yeah, now. Sir. So probably you'll <laughs> be pro yeah. okay. Somebody who somebody you're dating might be watching. I wanted to, <laughs> to ask you. Probably I would give you a gift by you being my date on the dinner tonight. So that might be out of the question. But thank you very much for making the time, and uh, we're hoping because this is a platform that we're slowly building out, and uh, we are hoping that uh, we'll be able to tell as many stories and give as many voices to persons with uh, not only with disability, but everybody who has a story that they believe needs to be heard out there. And uh, I. And I hope that uh, I will be a good mentor, as you've said, and I'll be able to train you to become the best journalist than I am. Amen. 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 Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.